What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we have trades. We have trade rumors. We have results of games. We've got some good stuff today. So let's get into it. So we'll start off with the trade. Well, the major trade that was announced yesterday. The Padres acquired Adam Frazier from the Pirates. So Adam Frazier, the all-star second baseman, who is a hit machine. He's now on his way to a contender. That's the San Diego Padres. It's a four-player swap. You have infielder Tukupita Marcano, outfielder Jack Suwinski, and right-hander Mitchell Miliano. All three of those guys going to Pittsburgh in this deal. And the Pirates are also actually sending $1.4 million along with Frazier to San Diego. So the deal became official Monday afternoon. What does this mean for San Diego? Well, I mean, you're getting a guy who's getting, who's enjoying the best season of his career. He's hitting 324 with four homers. Not much power, but he's a hit machine, like I said earlier. And, I mean, he makes a lot of contact in general. I mean, he just fits the Padres model of a player who rarely strikes out. He's a left-handed hitter, and the Padres generally lean more to, to the right-handed side of the plate. But, I mean, you have someone like Eric Hosmer, who honestly might be on the move here. They might be replacing Eric Hosmer with Adam Frazier in that lineup. And, you know, the hot-hitting Jake Cronenworth could slide from second base to first base. If they move Hosmer, they would move Cronenworth from second to first and then have Frazier play at second. That's kind of what's... Uh, those are the whispers that we're hearing. That's what's being, you know, said right now. But no one really knows until it really happens whether or not Eric Hosmer will be dealt. But if he's not... Adam Frazier also has experience as a corner outfielder. He could move to the outfield to give Tommy Pham or Will Myers, you know, a day off or whatever. But, I mean, don't, don't expect – he's not coming off the bench. He's going to start. It's just going to be, like, at a different position every time. Um, it, it could be someone like, you know, Tommy Pham going to the bench when needed or something like that. I mean, this obviously means you're not going to see very much playing time for Hassan Kim. He's solidly in a bench position. But, I mean – Frazier will also have another year of arbitration eligibility, so that means he can play for the Padres this year and all of next season. So, I mean, it's it's a good it's a good move for both teams. Honestly, obviously the Pirates needed to cash in on this, and um, they were able to get more for Frazier now because he's not a rental. He's not a rental. A rental is someone who you get for two months in the season and that's it. But they're getting him for next year plus you know the rest of this year. So Pittsburgh was able to get those three prospects, which is going to enrich their farm system and, and help them rebuild as they need to. So, yeah, good stuff on both sides all around. So next order of business. Eloy Jimenez has been activated from the injury list. He's going to play tonight. He's going to play tonight. Infielder Jake Berger was optioned at AAA to make space on the roster. So we all know Eloy Jimenez, he required surgery after suffering a ruptured left pectoral tendon near the end of spring training. He's now returning at the shorter end of his initial four to five month recovery timetable. I mean, he started his rehab assignment earlier this month. He's already had 12 games in the minors to make up for all that lost time. Good stuff for Chicago. I mean, they've built a really commanding lead in the AL Central, even without Eloy Jimenez and mostly without Luis Robert. But they've just thrived because of excellent starting pitching and a lineup that's still one of the best in baseball. It's pretty amazing, honestly, because other guys have been hurt, like Nick Madrigal, Luis Robert, Yasmani Grandal, and they still continue to be really good. 
But Andrew Vaughn, the rookie, he's become a fixture in left field. And Tony LaRusso says that Vaughn is going to stay in the lineup, either as a left fielder or as a DH, and possibly splitting time at the two positions, you know, left fielder DH with Eloy Jimenez. But you know what you're getting with Eloy Jimenez? You're getting a 24-year-old stud. He's done nothing but mash his first two MLB seasons. And, yeah, he's a, he's a big-time bat. So they're happy to have him back, and that's huge for Chicago. They're going for they're going for it this year. They're going for a World Series push. On the twin side of things, so a couple of notes about the Minnesota Twins. So first of all, they tried to extend Byron Buxton. They were unable to reach an extension. Apparently, the final offer came was eighty million dollars over seven years. Um, you know that's not really going to get it done for Buxton. You know that's just um, what, a little over eleven million dollars per year. This is a guy who was a superstar who. When healthy, he's one of the best players in baseball. But, of course, he's hardly ever healthy. That's the problem. But if he was healthy, you're looking at someone who would get, you know, $200 million guaranteed. Easy. You know, $30 million a year plus. But, you know, it's just, it's tough. It's tough to value, you know, put a value on someone who's just not healthy all the time. I mean, that offer is a low ball. I mean, even, honestly, because what you're essentially offering him is like an Aaron Hicks deal. I think that the Aaron Hicks deal with the Yankees was like seven years 70 million or something like that and byron buxton is much better than that uh because aaron hicks is similarly injury prone so they kind of value him the same which is just not really fair in my opinion but yeah i mean it, it's tough for the twins i mean they 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 want to they want to keep buxton but you know do they really want to open up the open up the bank to someone who might not be available because i mean i i don't know if i'm in the minority of this but when it comes to sports and things like this like my opinion is like availability is the best ability i mean it's great if you're an all-world talent but if you're not available how good is that you know if you can't physically play then what what are we getting out of you that, that's that's part of my um my opinion honestly but the twins are, are going to be looking to sell here they already you know they shipped off nelson cruz down to tampa bay they have a zero i mean according to fangraphs a 0.0 percent chance to make the playoffs so there is some rumbling about them potentially trading Jose Barrios. Jose Barrios, so the Dodgers and Padres are talking a Jose Barrios trade with the Twins. Giants are also in that discussion as well. But a bunch of people think that Barrios um, could be traded, especially now that they couldn't come to an extension with Byron Buxton. They might just hit that sell button and, and uh, you know, dump everything. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously the Padres, not the Padres, sorry, the Twins will will have a good asking price for him, but th it's time for them to it's time for them to to make trades. It's time for them to make trades. That's what's being reported. So let's let's recap some of the games that happened yesterday. So I mean, you guys might uh, I don't know if you're tired of it, but you know that Yankees Red Sox series was good was a good one. We'll, we'll start there. So the Red Sox had a very crazy comeback against the Yankees yesterday. I guess from the Yankees perspective, you could say they had another epic meltdown. I think we'll say it was a Yankees epic meltdown. And that's because Domingo Herman carried a no-hitter into the eighth inning, ladies and gentlemen. Domingo Herman went into the eighth inning, and then in that eighth inning, the Red Sox scored five runs. I mean, that just can't happen if you're the Yankees. I mean, they're up 4 nothing. Going to the bottom of the eighth. Red Sox score five runs in the bottom of the eighth. End up winning this game by a score of five to four. Yet another, another bullpen meltdown. 
by the New York Yankees. And and if you're a Yankees fan, you were scratching your head, you were wondering what's going on with their their analytics team. I mean, it's not, I don't even know if it's Aaron Boone. I'm, it might just be because everyone knows it, especially nowadays. Much of it, much of these decisions are actually made by the by the front office, their analytics team. I mean, I, I need to dig into what's going on in New York because it just seems fishy. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I believe it was yesterday, but AL East is out of the picture for the New York Yankees. It's just a wild card race for them now. And that, that is, that's the truth. It is what it is. Um, where else shall we go? Where else shall we go? I don't know. That was really the big game yesterday. Uh, Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor, this dude in L.A. continues to uh, do some special things. He was named actually Player of the Week this week. So players of, of uh, this past week were Kike Hernandez and Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor hit two home runs yesterday against the Rockies. Dodgers got a 3-2 win. You saw CT make his first career all-star appearance this season. Continues to do big things. Top of the lineup for the Dodgers, setting the table. Three for four with those two homers yesterday. Those two RBIs, getting the job done. And, uh, you know, he'll get a a little hat tip from me to him. He'll get a a shout-out on today's show. But that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.